everybody, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for a Journey. So glad to have you. If you're new, welcome on in. We're in 1 Kings chapter 12, and man, is the story getting convoluted and crazy. So let me just ask you this on the front end. Has the Lord ever really blessed you? I mean, think about it for a minute. Has ever really blessed you? You shouldn't have to think wrong because the answer is absolutely he has. <laughs> if you know the Lord today, he has blessed you unbelievably with salvation. Do you have enough food to eat? Do you have clothes on your back? Do you have good water to drink? You have been blessed. I mean, you've been blessed in an amazing way. Now, these guys we're talking about today, Rehoboam and Jeroboam, they were blessed beyond anything that we could ever imagine. Now, Rehoboam, we've talked about. He was Solomon's son, set to take uh, the kingdom when Solomon died, but Solomon's heart wandered far from the Lord. There's a consequence always for, for wandering far from the Lord. You'd never get through that without some issues. You never get through that without some scars. Look, if you've wandered from the Lord right now, know that scars are coming. God doesn't want you to have them. He's not intended you to have them, but it's a natural consequence of the road you're going to travel. If you travel away from the Lord, you're going to end up with some scars. Now, by God's grace, you're going to learn a lot, you're going to grow a lot, and you're not going to repeat the same thing twice. <laughs> I mean, that would be a great thing, right? But you're going to end up with scars. But you have been blessed beyond measure. You have these guys have been blessed in amazing ways. Now, Rehoboam, son of Solomon, was going to take the kingdom. But Solomon wandered, and the results were, well, the kingdom was going to be taken from him. And it was. Ten of the tribes were given to a guy named Jeroboam. Now, I want to say this up front because when we read the story, you're going to go, oh man, how could he do this? There was nothing overwhelmingly special about Jeroboam. The only thing we really get from the beginning of his time of, of, of being told by a prophet that he was going to get 10 tribes and be the king, we, we hear he's a good looking guy, he's a smart worker, and he's a hard worker. That's what we hear. But we don't hear a whole lot about his piety. We don't hear a whole lot about his blazing intellect. I mean, he was a pretty good worker. I mean, he wasn't at Solomon's level by any means. But it was really, as we look at it, an act of God's grace that Jeroboam was chosen by God to reign and rule over 10 tribes of the 12-tribe kingdom. It's a big deal. So God shows him kindness. God shows him favor. Now let's look at what happens. Then Jeroboam built Shechem in the hill country of Ephraim and lived there. And he went out from there to build Penuel. And Jeroboam said in his heart, now this is what he said. So he builds these places he's going to live, right? Remember just prior to this, Rehoboam got a 180,000 person army and was going to come at him, but God called him off. He sent a prophet and said, you're not going to do it. So God placed him as king, also put protection on him. And now look what he does. The heart of man is really weird. Check this out. So Rehoboam said in his heart, now the kingdom will turn back to the house of David. If this people are to go up and sacrifice at the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem, then the heart of the people will turn to their Lord and to Rehoboam, the king of Judah. In other words, they won't love me anymore. They're going to start loving Rehoboam, my enemy, who runs the, the area where Jerusalem is. So then it's what's happening. So already he says this. He says, I don't trust the people that stay aligned with me. He becomes paranoid. When you're a leader and you become paranoid, if you get in your head and you talk in your head a lot, and you decide in your head something is this way or that way, and all you've done is got some paranoid things going on in your head, listen, things are going to go bad. They are just going to go bad. So he has this paranoia in his head, 
And then he brings in his counsel and listen to what happens. So the king took counsel and made two calves of gold. Sound familiar? Two calves of gold. So he has two calves of gold. And he said to the people, you have gone to Jerusalem long enough. Behold your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. And he said, one in Bethel and one in Dan. So here's what he does. He says, we're not going to go worship God anymore because Rehoboam's king over there. And these guys may, because they're going back and forth to worship, they may like Rehoboam and they may turn against me and kill me. So I'm going to make two golden calves. Now remember, this is about an affront to God. This isn't about an assault on God. The God who called him, the God who gave him the kingdom, the God who's protected him, isn't God enough to sustain him if people are worshiping the right way? Now, wh where does that fall out? Since when does God become insufficient to help you? And so he says this, then this thing became a sin for the people as far as Dan to the one before. And absolutely, they became idol worshipers. The very thing that Solomon did, which Jeroboam wanted nothing to do with, is what he begins to do himself. How many times have we criticized people, looked at people, hammered people, slammed people, to only find ourselves going down a similar road? Man, it's dangerous when we do that in our life. And this is exactly what he did. So he goes on and he says this. He also made temples on high places. Now, high places are places of worship. When you read the book of Kings, Chronicles, Samuel, and they talk about high places, it's always about places of pagan worship. So it says he also made temples on the high places, the places that were historically pagan worship areas. And he appointed priests from among all the people and were not of the Levites. They were not godly priests. They were just whoever wanted to be one. And Jeroboam appointed a feast day on the 15th day of the 18th month, like the feast day that was in Judah. And he offered sacrifices at the altar. So he did in Bethel, sacrificing to the calves that he had made. So he orders the people on this particular day to go and actually worship and give sacrifices to a gold cow. That's what he does. Rather than go to Jerusalem and worship the true and living God, because he was paranoid and scared and didn't think God could take care of him, he begins to move into idolatry. And he placed in Bethel the priests of the high places that he had made. He went up to the altar and he made in Bethel on the 50th day of the 18th month and the month that he had devised from his own heart, not from God, but from his own heart, he set all of this up. And he instituted a feast for the people of Israel and went up to the altar to make offerings. Folks, the God that brought you where you are is the God that can see you through. It's possible right now, man, you're looking at something, you're thinking, can I trust the Lord through this? It is horrible. It's a health situation. It's a job situation. It's relationships. It's culture. It's, it's whatever it might be. You're asking yourself, can I trust God through it? The God that brought you there can sustain you while you're there, and he will lead you through it. Don't give up. Don't turn and trust your own heart your own mind, or the counsel of people that might not be following the Lord. Trust the Lord exactly where you are. Honor Him no matter what you might fear. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to find unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much. Help us to be consistent when everything around us shakes. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 
Well, God's blessings on you. Great to have you today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.